<laughs> What's up, everybody? As you read in the title, this is my first rodeo going to the St. Paul Rodeo. So this rodeo idea came about, um, there was a guy that I used to work with that worked at the St. Paul Rodeo. But I don't know, so something about, I guess it, it must get promoted pretty well here around Portland. I remember seeing some billboards and people talking about it, and I remember people going the year before. And the St. Paul Rodeo only happens one weekend out of the year, so you got to really capitalize on that weekend or else you miss it. Now, three big takeaways that I had from the rodeo. Uh, one, this was a very, like, uh, you know, patriotic American feeling thing to do. They had flags all over the place. I think, you know, the South and uh, a lot of America just gets a rap for, you know, you know, cheeseburgers and elephant ears and corn dogs and curly fries and this the whole aspect of riding a bull and the whole the agriculture background of America raising cattle, raising livestock, and making a living that way, it uh, all was kind of intertwined there. A lot more so than I thought I was going to see. I didn't know it was going to be so branded in that way. Number two, it was actually a lot more exciting than I thought it was going to be. I was just anticipating, yeah, people riding a bull and doing some other things, but it really blew me away by just this sheer impact of this sport that you never know what's going to happen so you're on edge there people are competing against their each other so it has the competition aspect and and just it was it was very unique and so i, I that leads me into point number three i was actually amazed <laughs> number three i would say that you know there's very few sports out there if any that you have an animal that's also part of uh, the sport itself. And so the, in the rodeo is everything from riding animals to wrestling them to, uh, you know, catching them with rope. I, I think herding, I, whatever the technical term is for it. But that blew me away. Um, and so it's just an interesting feat by humans to be able to do this. To, that you're wrestling an animal that you're like kind of guiding it and everyone's riding horses so that's also a factor that's just mind-blowing the people these horses that so many animals are kind of kept in line throughout the process and it could went smoothly we saw people it was people uh we didn't see anyone get hurt so i guess there was a safety factor there but i get into a lot more in the episode but until then those are my three tips with three thing three big takeaways Pretty American thing to do. It was exciting, and I was amazed. So, let's cue the intro. People say curiosity killed the cat. I don't buy it. That's why I'm bringing you the Try New Things podcast, the show where I explore the unknown and discover what motivates people to take action. This community, you, me, all of us, we're going to push ourselves to new heights. Or at least try. Thanks for joining me on the Try New Things podcast. My name's Brian Cargill, and as for that cat, eh, they got nine lives, so I think they'll be fine. Let's go try something new. So the things that I believe to be at a rodeo, we were thinking, we were talking about bucking horses and bucking bull. 
uh, yeah, so there's horses that haven't been broken yet that they still buck and they're, you know, kind of, you know, against, they don't really, they're not used to humans and stuff riding them, I believe. And then I think there's going to be some wrangling. So maybe they like do the rope and they throw it out and they get a steer. I think that's what it's called, or a young calf. Because a bull would probably be an old one, and a steer is a younger one. Yeah, I think like a, a bull is a full-grown male. And then a steer is younger, or is that just a female? Uh, or is that a calf? I, that, I think it's a calf. A calf, calf is, is like some a baby one. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I think we got that. And then I probably think there's like two more events to round it out at five. That like sounds right. Mm-hmm. So the two other, sure. so the yeah. two other events. I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe ones like show, like showing. Oh yeah, like horse, like the with the horse, you gotta like go around the obstacles. I think that's one of them. Oh, probably or like jumping. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. That's okay. Horse jumping, maybe. Hit the mic a little bit. All right. Um. So I don't have any frame of reference other than, you know, I've been to a sporting event like a football game, but I don't think it's gonna be quite like that because I think it's gonna be a little bit more slower pace between different shows, like when I. I would imagine, like, I actually did go to a bullfight in Spain before, mm-hmm. and uh, that's, like, kind of a similar arena. It's a circular event where everyone has a, you know, good view of what's going on. I think the action's, like, kind of at the center of that arena, so it's not a diamond or a square like other sporting event arenas would be, so that's, like, a, a, a different characteristic. But, yeah, the bullfighting, pretty gruesome. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they get rid of that in a couple years. Like, within our lifetime. Um, I know it's, like, deep-seated and, like, tradition and stuff, but for the expense of what? I, I mean, the seats weren't, like, super packed, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's something that goes away. But, yeah, that was crazy. Bullfighting, uh, just word to the wise, maybe don't take, like, little kids to it wait till people are like older no, i think it's safe a bull no rodeos are safe bull, oh. bullfighting oh, bull, i'm sorry. giving people you know i'm giving people an aside yeah bullfighting oh, is is okay. totally different that's like more gruesome anyway they bring out like not just one bull but five and that's the crazy part and they all die at the end of it so crazy. yeah whole different culture and everything anyway um, so rodeo, I think what's going to happen, it's going to maybe be a mixture of that, the bullfighting arena, you know, kind of the, the progressions between each of the events, and then it's going to probably be a mixture of also monster truck, like, rally. Because they're, like, ultimately, like, a series of games, and, like, people are kind of competing, but I guess it's more authentic because they there is a money prize, and I think people make a living. But yeah, haven't you I, seen the movie, The Longest Ride, the Nicholas Sparks movie? Longest Ride, no. But Nicholas Spark writes a certain genre of books. Is this actually classified as a good book, as a good movie? No, it's probably a terrible movie. It's a chick flick. What's it about? With bad acting. But Clint Eastwood's son is the main actor. What's it about? He's a bull. What's he's it about? A, he's a bullfighter, or not a bullfighter, but uh, like rides bulls and like goes oh, around so you a rodeo. Know all about rodeos. And, like, almost dies, and then he falls in love with a sorority girl, and she's all worried about him. And... Sounds very endearing. It has, a, it has a very typical 
What sorority was she in? <laughs> I, I don't remember. Huh. Well, anyway, back to what we were talking about, which is not a Nicholas Sparks movie, but real life. Because <laughs> all those books are made up. Well, that's my only point of reference for the rodeo. Actually, just a little bit of a side, that Nicholas Sparks book, The Last Song, like where they hang out, like for most of that movie, like in North Carolina, that is a pretty cool area. I'd, I'd imagine it's looked beautiful in the movie. Atlantic Ocean is way warmer than the Pacific. Yeah. So there's going to be steer wrangling. Do you think there'll be any line dancing or square dancing tonight? That would be fun. Maybe like between events, they'll have... Dancing. What is the difference between line dancing and square dancing? Well, I think square dancing, you, like, move in a square. And, I think, and wait. I think you switch partners in square dancing. And with line dancing, everyone's moving, you know. In a line. In, a li- in lines. And you're not really dancing. What if someone does a zigzag? Does that throw it all off? <laughs> Probably. Probably run into a lot of people. I wonder if there's such thing as squirrel, circle dancing. <laughs> yeah. Like, at, at weddings. Is that what a, is that what a waltz is called? Anyway, yeah. okay. What? Or, or Jewish at uh, Jewish and Greek weddings, I think it's like there's a traditional there's traditional dances that involve everybody like linking arms and moving in a circle. Haven't you seen my big fat Greek wedding? Speaking of circles, can you do a roundhouse kick? <laughs> Not well, but. All right, this is what you're gonna do tonight, Emily. You're gonna do a square dancing, and you're gonna finish it off with a roundhouse kick. If possible, actually, that challenge that just came out—did you see that? With uh, like Conor McGregor did it, uh, Jason Statham did it, and so did for who started. It was some guy that's like a pretty accomplished uh, martial arts dude. He you, so what they do is they put a bottle on top of a table, and you put it the like the screw of it, it's like it's a little looser than you know just completely on top, like on there pretty tight. But what you do is do a roundhouse kick, and you just do it ever so lightly that it spins the top, the top off, and it flies away. Whoa. I forget. Oh, get this. All Of all people, John Mayer did this accomplishment. <laughs> what? That seems so random. I know. I thought it was very random, but, like, good for him. And then it's, like, all these athletes and then John Mayer, and you're like, whoa. So don't mess with John Mayer. He knows how to do a roundhouse kick pretty well. Actually, I could see him being a guy that kind of knows, like, a little bit of martial arts. Just a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, I think that's most of our rundown on the rodeo. There are going to be fireworks at the end of the night, so I'm looking forward to Ooh, the first set of fireworks. Um, Did you mention it's July 3rd, so it's the eve of July 4th? Is that a thing? Well, this is, I think this rodeo so, only... So if I pull up my calendar right now, it's going to say July. July 3rd, 4th of July Eve. Yeah. That'd be so confusing. This rodeo only happens this time of year. I'm so glad they don't call Christmas, like, the 25th of December Eve. Or like, and then, like, it's Christmas, and then the day before it is Christmas Eve, not the, the 23rd, the 24th Eve of the 25th. That would make it, the numbers would get all convoluted. Anyway, <laughs> we're at 7 minutes and 55 seconds, added plus the 2 minutes that we lost, so we're probably at about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Any more thoughts, Emily, before we go into this? What are you looking forward to the most? 
I'm just excited to experience a rodeo for the first time. I'm curious to see what kind of food there is there. And I hope that we see a rider. What it, What is it when you complete the bull ride? It's like eight seconds on. It's like the I don't know. I think score it, or something. I don't know. But you brought up a really good point. So in that song by, uh, what's his name? Tim McGraw? Can you yeah. so What is the name of the bull? I went skydiving. I went rocking on on a bull named Fu Manchu. <laughs> is that I, it? I, it might be Fu Manchu, but I always interpret it as Blue Manchu. Blue Manchu. <laughs> I yeah, it could be either. We'll I don't know. Lyrics. Yeah, I feel I feel really bad if we're both wrong on this one, Emily, because we have the collective of two people. Bull named maybe it is Blue Man. Yeah, this, uh, I think this lane is merging. Yeah. I went skydiving. Alright. That's it. I'm probably going to record some audio from the event. So, I look forward to that. I'm looking forward to just a good old show. I didn't eat dinner, so I'm going to have to yeah. pay money at this place. I'm an idiot. We should go to McDonald's here. We don't have time. Splurge a little. Yeah, we... No, we got to we gotta experience the full rodeo, which whole rodeo which includes food you know if I use that argument on my dad that would have never worked <laughs> well <laughs> let's eat the foods for the experience well, George probably Emily a lot of food. tell me yeah he did miss out on a lot of good food anyway at least he took me to those events and that's what I'm most grateful about Yes. wow the batteries are already almost dying on this one too wow, cool wow Wow, wow. Well, we can play it from our phone if it really comes down to it. Alright, that's a wrap on the Try New Things podcast. The pregame show. After When we come back, you're going to be hearing our thoughts after the show. Yeah. Yeehaw.
words are coming up. Folks, thank you. Appreciate you being a part of the world famous We are live and we are back. I'm tired, but that was a lot of fun. So fun. Yeah, being back out uh, like kind of on a farm. You forget, like actually, it didn't smell that bad. It didn't smell like your like you know typical farm. No, I only smelled horses. Like, yeah, no, it's actually pretty clean. Like it was a it was a great environment. It was a really cool experience overall. I feel like I I was just entering Red Dead Redemption. You know, after you've <laughs> been like wherever and then you come to the part where it's a little bit more you know all the all the american flags around the corral right as we got in there it's pretty cool so emily just like some general thoughts uh what were based on your previous expectations and then where they met exceeded it was really cool i think it exceeded my expectations it I didn't realize how many different types of events there were and how much skill each one of them takes. Like, it's not just bull riding. It was roping in cows and tackling calves. So I have the history of St. Paul Rodeo pulled up here. Uh, Been around since the early 30s, which is just crazy. And their stadium, I guess, over time, and now, you know, reached the capacity to be able to hold 10,000 people and it was a pretty full stadium today so 10,000 people 10, were sitting there wow. yeah they put a little a lot of money into it I'm looking oh the all right the payouts are pretty massive people getting paid almost you know close to let's see three hundred thousand dollars photo gallery yeah, and the, it seems like a lot of the things that we saw today uh, have been based on these photos or is what they were doing back then. So this is a pretty traditional old set of sports, and we'll get into those in a second. But I wanted to acknowledge we, we did a little research just to see what the population was because we, had asked, we were questioning that. So what, did we, what did we guess it was before coming? Well, I wanted to be, you know, a little bit more... I don't know, I figured there's a good amount of people here. I was guessing 50,000, then you lowered me down to 10,000. Emily, what was the true number? 449 people. Are you guessing on those <laughs> last two digits? Kind of. It was It was like right at 450. Oh, was it 49? Oh, it was 450? Okay. Yeah, it's under 500 people yeah. live there. Insane. But it's so impressive insane. that they're able to... Kind of meet well the capacity, able to meet the capacity of how many people come in here, and it is well known. So, goes to show you, if you're a small town, build it and they will come. Yes, if you if you build a rodeo. All right, come. let's get into a little bit of the the details, describing what the corral looked like. I think we can, or not? I don't think it's called a corral. The arena. Isn't an arena? I think so. I guess saw it listed somewhere like as an arena okay it's an arena that would make sense because it's in like a circular big circle uh um i think well how would you describe it probably about the same size as a baseball field uh maybe a little smaller smaller yeah definitely smaller smaller than a baseball field smaller than a a, uh, horse race track and it's built like in a big circle with these little shrubberies all around the, the exterior, which were kind of, it was kind of nice. It made it feel almost like uh, being in the Coliseum. Yeah, it wasn't just all dirt. 
exactly what was interesting is like they have a lot more space than necessary because a lot of the action happens right at the gates right when people come out very rarely do we see them make it all the way across but yeah i was just amazed that they're able to control these animals so gracefully you know here you have not only do you have these animals that are like jumping around trying to buck these people off and they're not, like tying them down but then you have the horses that are on the exterior that are used to um what would you say guide or you um, know kind of, like kind of yeah like guide them back to where they're supposed to go back inside or hurt them they you know hurt, kind of hurt yes. them around that's the word i'm looking for so yeah. it's this very very interesting like that horses are able to like i don't know get in tune with their rider or are able to just be so calm and collective and you know they're these massive animals as well you know it, a, I think a horse can be up to two, two thousand pounds. They're saying those little uh, calves out there that people are wrestling to the ground were about four to six hundred pounds. Um, but let's get back to I guess describing the setting. You know, it was a full full stadium. They had a big jumbotron, and then they had uh, some announcers on the side. Who those announcers were fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing how the commentator knew so much about each of the writers and you think he did his research well yeah but he just he was very personable and he was he interacted really well with the crowd and he looks was, like he looks was like very i have impressive. looks like i have some competition here <laughs> anyway so like going through the rundown of all the events there there was it started off with horseback riding i think that was like bareback yeah maybe they started with bareback ride wild horses which is just that was interesting in it of itself that people are even able to stay on this horse that's trying to do everything in its power to get you off. Mm-hmm. So and the fact that people can just stay on there with one hand, it, it's really impressive. I don't know how yeah. they don't all have broken backs or yeah. back issues all the time. I mean, maybe they do. No, I would imagine most of them have injuries and <laughs> and bad stuff. Like that is oh this these sports were no joke. I was gonna get into that. Just like it, it's a dangerous sport. It's a freak sport where you have you could be stepped on by something that's two thousand pounds. That tops any linebacker or lineman tackling you in the NFL when you have a bowl step on your chest or it's uh, they're not antlers horn. You know, like they're trying to swing those at you. It's just. It's nuts, nets, and then, all right. Then the next one was wrangling, where I think that's where they just jumped out there, and one guy literally wrestled a steer, a calf, a mini bull to the ground. Like he, they come out on a horse, and then they kind of almost no, like I think this is a little jump th- off their horse to tackle the. This was a different steer. one. This one wasn't when they were on the horses. Oh, they just they just jumped out and wrestled them. You're they thinking were on a horse at first. They had to jump off the horse to I think, the. I think you're thinking the one where they 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 tie them, then they jump off the horse, and then they uh, tackle them to the ground, and tie up their legs. Well, that was That's another, a little later. That was another one. Yeah, they didn't just come out on foot. They come out on a horse. All right, we might need to see the replay on that one. <laughs> you were paying attention. You were on your phone. It wasn't. They were like sliding off the horse. No, I was taking to, notes. Like, get on top of this calf. All right. So then next they had bull riding, and I I did take this quote from Emily. 
She said it's good that some of them wear helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was that almost kind of surprised me, but then I was like, no, they. It's kind of it'd be dumb not to wear a helmet. Yeah, so it was pretty. Pretty good. They look like little umpires out there. Everyone had their full helmets and chest protection, which is a good thing. You, you, they went from riding these horses, which are already huge, pretty giant creatures, to getting on these bulls, which are even more massive and just absolutely terrifying. All right, next one. Let's just get through these pretty quickly. Then they had the cow tie, which I think is maybe where getting those mixed up where they actually did just tie them by their feet which was really cool they, also they tied them by the feet then they had the juniors who were like the young kids jumping around then uh it was like something out of hunger games they had this lady that was standing on two horses and was dressed in like this elaborate outfit and she was standing on to both of them with like leashes to the horses just going around the exterior <laughs> yeah reins yeah, she was standing, she had one foot on each horse, and they were synchronized, like, running around, and then they ran over some, like, lit torches, and did a jump over this, like, fire, fire ring thing. <laughs> yeah, the announcer was really hamming it up, saying, like, fire was one of the most primordial <laughs> things that and all animals have a common fear of and i was like actually when you put it that way it does make sense that that is something scary so <laughs> yeah well, they, she they said that she had just given birth six weeks ago like that's nuts that she was already back out there and then next they had cow milking which <laughs> i don't i don't think this one ever really i don't know if that was a real one it like they just unleashed all the cows and then had some people try to tie them up and then It'd be like one person was tying up the the cow, and then a second person was out there, and then eventually both of them got down. But no one, yeah. I think, actually made that like happen. The cow. I don't know if that. I think that one might have been just for fun. Yeah. And then they did dice throwing, which I was just like kind of one of your halftime games. Then they did. I don't know if I got this. We said bareback earlier. I don't. I couldn't really tell the difference. And then they the did saddle. saddle. Yeah. The bear, okay. Maybe they did half and half. A little bit of bareback. And then they did some saddle. Uh, I did notice actually I took note that they did not wear helmets on that part Correct. So, so I was like I was pretty incredible that here you're riding this animal that's trying to get rid of you and you're still not wearing a helmet you think people would be pretty dressed up for everything but I think it's part of the tradition and you but just that one I noticed they stayed on for the full 8 seconds almost every time versus the bulls like only one or two guys stayed on for the full yeah. 8 yeah and then next was my favorite of the entire night, which was the team roping. So it's like two people trying to wrangle. It'd make for a great, I think I've seen maybe a documentary, but it'd make for a great video. But so you have one person that's trying to get the bull by its horns around its head. And then the second person is trying to get it by the back legs. Yeah. So that one was cool. yeah, very interesting. Yeah, very challenging. And like, I like the synchronicity between the two people. It's almost like tennis, where you have a, you know, two people are trying to accomplish the same goal, or any other sport that involves two people. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is so a I lot crazier they than each tennis. Had their part that they needed to do. Yeah. And then they had barrel racing, which though, I think it was main, just mainly no, women. It was all women. It was all women, but oh man, it was crazy that they all fell around that 
seven, late 17, early 18 second mark. And it, it was cool to see. You're like, you'd see one stutter, and you're like, oh, there's no way they're going to stay on time. And then they do, and you're just like, whoa, these are... Very fast. Yeah, it's almost like grace meets the sheer strength of a horse. Oh, okay, so that was the whole rundown of everything. Then they ended with some fireworks after all that. Actually, was there one thing after the barrel racing? That was the last thing. Okay. And then they had the fireworks, which you guys will hear in the recording. We didn't quite get everything, but I got like the intro, and then I wound up going to the bathroom. And you know, when duty calls, sometimes you can't get the grand finale. <laughs> if you want to listen to sound of fireworks, just go on to YouTube, click in fireworks sound effect, and you will get the sound effect of what it was like. <laughs> Overall. I've been to you know a handful of events. I went to WWE, went to Monster Truck Rally, and those all had these lull times. It was crazy how it just went from one event to the next. There wasn't wasn't a big commercial or sponsorship or halftime show. It was just all right, five to seven, maybe I think at max ten people competing in one event, and then it went over to the next one. Yeah, were you they, impressed they were, by that? They, yeah, they were really efficient. Yeah, and there were a lot of events for one night, so they kind of needed to be to get the the show on the road. Totally. <laughs> And almost, I, I would say there was almost more action in this than some other sports that you might watch. Would you agree? Maybe baseball, oh, yeah, like this, there, was, maybe there's more action than baseball in this. Yeah, oh yeah, because like when it was going, it was like it was, you know, kind of non-stop. Not to hate too much on baseball. There are some significant parts of that. But just in overall, like, you know, excitement and people getting falling off horses and the announcer being part of it. And they played music the entire time. It was very it was engaging. Fun. So, uh, next commentary, I think, plays a big role. We talked about that a little bit. But the commentators, they were funny. They had a guy down on the field. He was dressed, like, in clown uh, paint, and he was the guy that sat in the barrel. But he was talking with the, the commentator up in the in the booth, and they were going back and forth and kind of playing off of each other's humor. Yeah, and he was really engaging the crowd. He, like, was throwing a football around with some people at one point and throwing T-shirts out. He was he was pretty funny. Yeah. I guess to the general overall feel, I took note that the sunset was absolutely stunning. It's cool. That it started at 7.30, and then we got to see the sunset. It went <laughs> on one crowd in particular. It was, like, right in their eyes. But yeah. it was cool from our angle because they were, they were all orange, and you could see that golden glow, that golden hour. Yeah, it was a beautiful sunset. It was very orange. But, yep, overall, a very patriotic thing to do. Uh, they definitely yeah. made that known. They did, like, a, a prayer at the beginning. Right at the beginning. Yeah, but, I mean, whatever. That's different, different. Small-town small vibes. Small-town vibes. That's, I mean, it's tradition, and, you know, you could, you understand. I mean, you jump in, you're like, oh, this is, like, a cultural thing. And, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it, I don't know, I just take it as appreciation from a cultural perspective. Oh, yeah. Now, now we're going back to the big city. Now we're going back to the big city. And they, they were kind of making reference to, like, we people, were. you know, if you're coming in from the city, you know, it's good to get dirty every once in a while and, like, get down to the dirt. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> kids need to play in the dirt more. And then I... And they're like, you know, drink from the fire hose. And, yeah, or drink from the watering hole. hose. And then I was just thinking in my head, yeah, arsenic and lead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but... It, it was a good experience. That, that's what we're taught these days. 
But speaking of culture, I was actually surprised there was uh, some Canadian people out there who actually wound up, I think, winning the the tie, the oh, calf tie, right. the team roping. Yeah. So it's just it's interesting because I was thinking in my head like, you know, if someone from another country came here, they're like, what the heck? These guys are wrestling cows and you know trying to stay on top of a bull. These guys are crazy. <laughs> That's what I would think, but I, I mean, there's some other traditions out there. But yeah, it was cool to see Canadians out there. I mean, I'm guessing there's Canadian farmers, and I mean, I'm sure the people, the farmlands out there in other places, might do something of that degree. But which leads me to my next question: So, how do you think like rodeos and doing all this stuff came about, Emily? <laughs> they were probably bored, like some really bored farmers who kind of needed something to do and. I think it started with a bet. I think it started with a bet where they just said, I bet you can't do that. And maybe a couple, you know, a couple drinks later. Probably. But, yeah, it kind of, it's just very interesting. It's a lot of skill to be able, like, what they do with the rope and these guys being able to wrestle, like, it's no joke. Like, one false step or you don't really have the quickest of reactions, uh, you're in for, uh, I don't know. It, there's there's definitely probability for serious injury, maybe even death. Yeah, I mean, well, they they mentioned that one of the riders, like they mentioned that his teammate had died last year in a like big freak accident. Yeah, pretty sad. Very um, all right, so we're running out of battery here. I just want to kind of wrap things up. Emily, what do you think rodeo means? <laughs> oh, I think it's about bringing people together for some good old country entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think it's definitely a big like kind of marketing, marketing thing. Oh shoot! Okay, here we go. It is an ina- international thing, with the practice of cattle herding from Spain, Mexico, later Central and South America. Australia and New Zealand. So yeah, we're not the only ones that do it. But I yeah, mean, a lot of my I have some Canadian relatives, and a lot of them own farms. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Overall, I think it's pretty cool. Where like grace and skill meets just sheer strength mm-hmm. and athleticism. It, it, I tip my hat off to it. I don't own a hat, cowboy hat, but maybe after this event, I should go out and buy one. <laughs> You might need one. You would have fit in a lot better. I would have fit in a lot better. You wore your plaid shirt. I wore my plaid shirt. It always gets you by. And Emily wore double... Did you do the double uh, jean? No. I thought you were going to do the jean top and jean jean pants, but... No, I wore my cowboy boots. You did. All right, we're running out of time. Emily, given the opportunity, would you go back again? Yeah, definitely. I think it'd be fun with a big group. All right, there you've heard it. Thanks for tuning in. Rodeo, St. Paul, Oregon. Tomorrow's uh, July 4th. Hope everyone enjoys themselves. Emily, what do you have to say to the, fo- the folks? Yeehaw. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>